Welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. In the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, the famous luchador himself, the one and only.
gentlemen, please welcome El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hey, como esta, mi amigo? Ah, not too bad, not too bad. Apparently we're having some technical difficulties out there. People are having problems with hearing uh, the show. Um, I don't know what to tell them. Blog Talk must be having another fit tonight. Hopefully we can get, hopefully they can get it worked out to where they hear. Uh, so That would be helpful, anyway, yes. If we're, you know, people yeah. could hear the show, that would be good. At any rate, well, in that case, uh, we'll just try to uh, go slow. Hopefully, things get worked out before we get to the the real nitty gritty, the the rankings. But uh, let's start tonight with our final Philadelphia Freedom results. Uh, Mithras is still your World and Platinum Dragon Champion after defeating Mabel Hare and Paragon of Greatness, re- respectively, in both those title matches. So, Mithras is a uh, you know, he seems to be unstoppable at this point. Uh, pardon the pun. Uh, st- four straight months now with both of those championships. That is by far an R.A.W.F. record, Elvacan. Uh, I mean, it's it's doing pretty well there with both of them, man. Yeah, hard to argue. But yeah. you know, we kind of we kind of said that this this might be what you know when we when he won the title, we kind of said this might be what we expected. See? Yeah, that's true. I mean. Uh, it is. It has always been a tough road to hoe to try to get a title away from Mithras, whether it be an RAWF or any other company for that matter. Uh, so, here, some, somewhere down the road, we might have it happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hobo Ezekiel defeated Beast to retain his national championship. Uh, the Immortal Griffith defeated the Teflon Sheik to retain his men's championship. However, there was uh, some extracurricular activity after the match as Terror Inc. ganged up. Beat up Griff afterwards. Uh, you could call it that, I guess. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a. It was a basically a gang of thugs mugging mugging the immortal Griffith is what it was. Uh, we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Uh, Europa Muscle is still your estrogen champion after defeating Crazy Mama. Dee's is still your Fubar City champion after defeating the Razor. We have a new Midnight Hobo champion as Luke Cage defeated the Cougar to become the new Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, and we, we kind of touted Luke as the underdog in this uh, L vacant, but he, he went out and got it done at Philadelphia Freedom. Yes, he did. See, very much so. You know, I, I had said that, uh, you know, he was kind of due, uh, you know, but we did kind of think he was the underdog. But, you know, I, it seems that when I say that someone is due uh, – he, uh, you know, that that he or she uh, seems to turn around and win titles. I, I seem to, you know, I seem to, you know, like where you appear to be a jinx. Apparently, I'm I'm a good luck charm when I say they're due. Well, Luke actually doesn't isn't quite fond of the fact we've been talking him down over the past few mo- months, uh, and we'll hear hear from Luke Cage here in just a little while. Uh, Chris Cage is still your Triple Crown champion after defeating Claymore and Money Sue to retain the Triple Crown championship. Finn is still your multimedia champion after defeating Tigress. However, Tigress did not go over as she uh, defeated Europa Muscles to become the new Powerball champion. And she and Dee's, the team of hotness, uh, successfully defended the tag team titles against Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, that was one hell of a match, let me tell you. That might be one of the best tag team matches I've seen in a long time. Uber Vegan TPO defeated Claymore and Chris Cage in a triple threat white lightning title match. 
uh, the first ever TPO is not your new White Lightning champion. Killing Neptune defeated Iceman King Parsons to retain his Champion's Choice Championship. Uh, we have a new Hatfield and McCoy champion as the Immortal Griffith defeated the Cougar. And we have a new Hormonal champion as Wildfire defeated Beast. Uh, Iceman King Parsons defeated Luke Cage and, Night- and, and Nightcrawler to win that triple Fubar City street fight. Damia won her Fubar City street fight against Ali Knight. The Brunette Strangler defeated Lady Vex. Uh, Psy defeated Redneck Avenger. Zyberlynx defeated Aaron McFadden and Hotshot Chaz in their triple threat match. Raven defeated Teflon Sheik. Go Raven. Proud of you, girl. Good job. Uh, Don Patrol defeated Anger Management. And in the House of Horrors match, Uncle Frank defeated Judgment. And we'll have more on that in just a little bit as well. So... Uh, that is pretty. That is that wraps things up for Philadelphia Freedom, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and what that means is it's now time for the final rankings of the period. L vacant. When you're ready, do the honor, sir. Oh me? That's all me. All right. Okay. Um, well, hold on here. I know, I know you gave me the list here. I had to find it in my paperwork. Uh, okay. No, that's the chili recipe. That's the. Oh, here it is. Okay, I got it. All right. Um, all right, as you said, this, these are the final rankings for the for for the month. So, uh, you know, pay attention because this is whether or not you get to challenge next month. Uh, this is also about you know what uh, what what uh, contender shots you might be getting. See, so uh, to start where we start in 25th position, 25th that is not the word, 25th position, we ha- we have uh, Papa Shaker. Uh, so congratulations to him. In 24th we have. Oh, he's the one that makes you all right. He's the one that makes you. Oh yes, the doctor feel good. I love that. Every time we, we need to get him on air just so we can play the song. All right, I digress. All right, uh, in twenty third place we have uh, the Fubar City champion D's. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's pretty far down for these for I'm used to. But you know, congratulations, you still stayed in the top twenty five. So good for you. I'm sure you'll bring. You know, you'll work that back. In twenty second uh, place we have uh, uh, Money Sue. In 21st place, we have our multimedia champion who doesn't know how to spell, named Sin. Uh, in 20th place, we have the national champion, uh, the, the clickety-clack hobo attack. Hobo Ezekiel is in 20th place, that's right. In 19th place, we have Cassie Joe. I kind of miss her. We need to get her back on there. Uh, in 18th place, we have uh, Big Effin' Hitman. And so, you know, he's, he's come back with, with a little bit of power behind him there, see? In 17th place, we have the Superstars champion, Uncle Frank, the slow-moving landmass with a head, is uh, right there with a bullet in 17th place. In 16th place, we have our Powerball champion, Tigress. Hola, kitty girl. Como esta? How are you? Oh, right. Uh, sorry. In uh, 15th place, we have everyone's favorite bully, the Hawkster, so good for him. In 14th place, we have our Triple Crown champion, the unsettled Chris Cage. In 13th place, and we just talked about him, our new Midnight Hobo champion, Luke Cage, the power player. He's in 13th, so good for him. And in 12th place, we have uh, Knox Boogie. In 11th place, we have Iceman King Parsons. Shouldn't you just be Ice King Parsons? I mean, I don't, I don't okay, fine. Iceman King Parsons. There you go. IKP is in 11th place. In, uh, in 10th place, we have our Ultimate Gauntlet champion, Androg DeVoe. Um, in uh, ninth place, we have. Uh, I'm sorry, it's the word is Devo. I speak French. That is Devo. That is how I'm going to say it. 
the uh, in ninth place we have uh, oh one of our own GMs there. Look, look at this. There's Razor in ninth place. Um, in uh, what? You okay over there? Yes, yes, I am. I'm, yeah. Because of the because of the technical difficulties, the lovely Mabel Hare has been kind enough to post in the chat uh, the top twenty-five and. Instead of the Andro DeVoe or whatever you wanted, the wrestler formerly known as DeVilla gave me a chuckle. So, anyways, your turn. Go ahead. Ah, I see, I see. Uh, right. In eighth place, we have our current world and platinum dragon champion, the title machine himself, in Mithras. In 17th place, uh, 17th, what? No, I jumped. English, remember, English is nowhere near my first language, so sometimes I get a little confused. Uh, in seventh place, we have. <clears throat> Beast. Right. Uh, in sixth place, we have Teflon Sheik. Sixth place. Congratulations to him, I guess. Right. Uh, in fifth place, we have uh, ooh, the red one himself. The great red dragon is in fifth place. In fourth place, we have the paragon of greatness. In third place, we have oh, another one of those guys. Claymore is in third place. Hooray. Um... In second place, we have Maeve O'Hare. Look at that, in second place. And that leaves us with the number one wrestler for the period, our current men's champion, the immortal ego himself, Griffith Davian. Wow. All right. So what does all of this mean for tomorrow's superstars and contender matches? Well, let me tell you. Uh, First of all, tomorrow's superstars comes to you live from Orlando, Florida, the Amway Center, ladies and gentlemen, will be in Orlando. Uh, we got a huge slate of matches already set up. Tomorrow, the tag team of Tango and Cash, that being the Hawkster and, and Uber Vegan TPO, will take on the Cougar and Nightcrawler in a special challenge match. Uh, Brunette, Strangler, Brunette Strangler will take on Cassie Joe in another special challenge match. Uh, now we get to our and then a special cage match. Uh, it'll be Teflon Sheik taking on the Cougar as he continues trying to go through the RAWF GMs, which uh, he was not successful at Philadelphia Freedom against against any either of his opponents. I, I have a feeling Coos can finish him off in that cage tomorrow. All right, now content. Oh yes, also Ultimate Gauntlet title match tomorrow. As Luke Cage went through the gauntlet, uh, I kind of spoiled that for Paragon, but I'm sorry. But Androg Devis versus Luke Cage for the Ultimate Gauntlet title tomorrow. Uh, so now to the contender matches. Multimedia contender match Big Effin Hitman takes on Kathy Joe. Two Triple Crown title contendership matches. The Hawkster takes on Tigress. And two members of the OPIG Brotherhood square off for the other spot. It'll be Knox Boogie and Uncle Frank. And Androgdavus takes on Iceman King Parsons for a shot at the Fubar City Championship. Beast takes on the Razor for a shot at the Midnight Hobo title. The Great Red Dragon takes on Teflon Sheik for a shot at the National Championship. Claymore takes on the Paragon of Greatness for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. And then a sh- for the shot at the World of Weight Championship at Tropical Aggression, it will be the Immortal Griffith taking on Maeve O'Hare. Uh, also, Superstar's title will be on the line tomorrow. Uncle Frank will defend that 
against Money Sue. Woo! So that's a that's a big lineup tomorrow there. Oh, vacant. Let's talk first of all. Let's talk about the world title contender match. It's the Immortal Griffith against Mabel Hare. Mary's trying for a second straight opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship, but she has to get past uh, the Immortal Griffith. Your thoughts on that match tomorrow between those two? Uh, I mean, the last time they faced off, Maeve actually did, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of sneak one in there, uh, and she, she, she took the one, two, three on, on the Immortal one, but. You know, he hadn't just been blindsided by the rest of her stable when that had happened. So, uh, I'm I'm thinking she might um, she might be in for a very different Griffith when they face off. Could very well be. Could very well be, and I'm sure we will talk to her later in the program about that. Uh, and then you have Claymore. And the Paragon of Greatness facing off first shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. If, if POG is successful, it will be the second opportunity at Mithras' Platinum Dragon Championship. There's a chance that, the, that Mithras will have to face the same two opponents at uh, Tropical Aggression that he did at Philadelphia Freedom. Is that to his advantage or disadvantage? Hmm. You know don't know if it's necessarily an advantage per se. Um, I mean, when you're when you're at that level, right? When you're at when you're at that part of the game, I mean, anyone you're going to face really is a threat, right? Because they got the shot at that belt. They're not a joke. Um, I mean, because the same thing uh, Mistress will get out of having just faced the two of them. So will they, because they just faced him. If I make sense. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Of course, okay. though, Claymore, yes, Claymore, who did not have a good Philadelphia Freedom, still managed to land himself in the number three spot. Uh, is a former world champion. He has a, and, and you know, that would be a great match, Mithras versus Claymore for the Platinum Dragon Championship. So we will see. Should be a very interesting. Uh, the Great Red Dragon taking on the Teflon Sheik. The winner will challenge Hobo Ziku for the national title. Uh, and of course, you know Sheik is Sheik has had his issues lately. There ain't no doubt about it. And I hope he continues to. Uh, no, I'm hoping Dragon wins that match tomorrow. Uh, but you know I have to be unbiased. So good luck to both gentlemen there. And do I? Because I'm not. I yeah. You you don't have to be. I I I. It's good to okay. be the color guy. Hey. Yeah, but technically, I, I hate being un, I hate being unbiased. But I'm not gonna say anything else. Anywho, should be a hell of a night tomorrow. All right. So some GM reports to get to. First of all, Unstoppable does not have a tag team report this week. Uh, just did round two. Uh, but there's nothing to report as far as rankings thus far. Uh, the Cougar, and that, here is her high-voltage report. In from last season are Chris Cage, Claymore, Judgment, and Nightcrawler. Joining so far from tournament wins are Teflon Sheik and Wildfire. Beast and the Carnage King are fighting it out for the last two remaining spots, but that one has been updated, actually. Beast claimed the third 
spot remaining. So uh, Beast is in. And we are waiting on Hawkster and Johnny Blaze to see who will face Boney Jiggles for the final spot. Uh, Battle of the Hormones report. Round one is well on its way. Making it to round two are D's, Iceman King Parsons, Nightcrawler, Big F and Hitman, Ricochet, and Boney Jiggles. So those are your reports uh, from them. Let's bring on our ultimate gauntlet champ, ultimate gauntlet GM, even though I kind of spoiled his report for him, but I'm sure he can uh, give us some insight. Oh, just a little bit. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, LA, and we got some huge news in the Ultimate Gauntlet as Luke Cage has earned a championship shot. This is news that nobody has heard at all until right now. It is fresh news being reported for the first time at this moment. Well, the nobody heard part is true, so there's at least that. Uh, no, um, I do actually have some news to report regarding the Ultimate Gauntlet on, on top of Luke Cage getting his championship shot. Uh, congratulations to him. I do wish him luck in the upcoming match tomorrow. We uh, have news regarding the following what we do with the Ultimate Gauntlet list after this championship match has started. We have come to a decision as a, as a GM here that I am going to continue this list once again with this current season after the second time in this list somebody has earned a championship match. We still have enough lists to go that we can stay on this current list. We do not have to do a new sign-up yet. So tomorrow afternoon at some point I will start the gauntlet anew and we will begin a new series of matches. All right, thank you, Paragon, and yes, thank you for 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 that breaking news that we had never heard before before that particular moment. Yes, we'll go with that. All right, woo! Thank you, Paragon, and uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe that is all your GM reports for this evening. Uh, with that being said. I want to report on the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. It is in its final match, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Brunette Strangler taking on Dawn Shadow. The winner of that match will be this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament victor. And uh, to the victor goes a lot of spoils, no doubt about it. So good luck to both competitors. Uh, it, it has been a long tournament. But it is definitely it has definitely been a good one. Congratulations to everyone that made the top eight, and uh, we'll walk away with some coinage and some bucks and some artwork and whatnot. 
thank you to Beast for uh, the artwork he's currently doing and will continue to do uh, for the people in the top of the tournament. All right. So, uh, I can see, tell you week two of 32 to one is under the way, and that's about all I can tell you about that one. Uh, but, anywho, it is now time to turn our attention toward Tropical Aggression L Vacant, August 9th, live from Cancun. Uh, I know you're from Tijuana, but I'm sure you spent quite a m- amount of time in Cancun. Tell me about Cancun and what oh, we can please. expect down there next month. I mean, it's a beautiful place. So here's the thing you know, if you've never been there, a couple things to know. It, it, it is a very long, thin strip. Um, there's really nothing off the strip that you need to see. Uh, there's beautiful beaches all on the ocean side. I wouldn't really bother with the, the, the quay side. It's, it's kind of marshy. It's not great. Um, but uh, the real thing to know is that there, you really can't go more than 25 feet without someone trying to give you a drink, um, and they're really good. And uh, the greatest part about it is there's this bus that's just running 24 hours a day up and down and up and down the strip, and it's free, and you can just get on it, and they'll drop you up wherever you want to be on the strip, and they'll pick you up wherever you want to be picked up on the strip, and you don't have to worry about it. You can just keep on drinking. Um, but, you know, other than that, uh, like I said, the beaches are really nice. You could swim, swim with some dolphins if you want to. They have a whole thing there. Um, you can go, you can go, uh, you can go scuba diving, you know, because it's Mexico, you don't need a license or anything. They just say, Hey, here's the stuff. And they throw you in the water. It's kind of cool. Um, so yeah. Well, anything else you want to know? No, it sounds fantastic. I can't wait. Oh, and there are bikinis I... like everywhere. Oh gosh. Woo. Sweet. I like it. I like the sound of it. Ah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely need a vacation. Definitely need something like that. Uh, It'll be a change of pace. So, with that being said, all vacant, uh, are are they getting excited for your return to Mexico? Uh, Have you, you know, I I realize again, not your hometown. It's kind of a little way distance away from Tijuana. But are they at least uh, are they are they rolling out the red carpet for you? Oh, see, I'm a I'm a huge star all over the country. Like every, I, there's I can't go anywhere in Mexico without you know being fawned all over by everyone. I mean, we don't talk about your early career down in Mexico very much, do we, Alvaken? I mean, you were you were you were pretty dominant. You were pretty a pretty dominant wrestler in in lucha libre down there, weren't you? Back in the day. Oh, see, very very much so. See, uh, my entire family actually is a very very proud uh, luchador tradition. Uh, you know, we. Uh, you know, we 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 made a name for ourselves all through all through all through of Mexico. Uh, some of the families actually also uh, made made names for themselves very much so in uh, in Japan. Um, you know, not you know we we did some work here in in the Estados Unidos, but uh, you know most most of our work has been done in, in those two places. Uh, that, that's United States in Spanish, if you did not know. <laughs> Oh, all right. But it should be very interesting once we get down to Mexico. I want to see the response you get uh, down there for sure. And you know, we need to get you a match somehow. Uh, somebody, somebody that will actually, you know, give you a, some competition. Not like I did last month. Oof. I mean, I have to admit that was one. Sheesh! I didn't know you actually had that in you. I mean. 
surprised. I, I figured the ring rust and, you know, the fake knee, the zombie knee would hold you back. No, you you were bouncing around that ring like a freaking uh, spring, like a slip. Yeah. So, I mean, and anywho. Yeah, you don't expect seven-foot guy to uh, pull a hurricane around, do you? No, no, you don't. You <laughs> really don't. Yeah. Little family secrets. All right. Well, at anywho, with that being said, uh, let's bring on the lovely lady who has an opportunity once again at a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship if she can get past the Immortal Griffith tomorrow on Superstars. She is the one and only. Own Maeve O'Hare now joining us. Maeve, good evening. Good evening, Bossman. You could give the last a bit more warning than that, though. Oh, well. Why? How's your LV, Kent? Oh, I'm very good. How are you? Oh, what happened to your lid? Uh, it, uh, it ran into Mr. Slab's hands. It's hard. Oh, that's, 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 that's upsetting. You're, you're upset. Imagine how I felt. Oh, that's right, lad. What so exactly did Jim for... have in mind? <laughs> well, you, I mean, you know, yeah. they always say you kiss it, make it better, right, see? I'll talk to you after the show about that then, lad. <laughs> Are you two done now? Never. Can... <laughs> have you Have you met us, lad? Oh, my goodness. Maeve, you're pretty you, chipper. You've got, you've got a I... job to do. Go ahead. Maeve, you're very chipper. First of all, thank you very much for posting the top 25 in the chat for for everyone. I do appreciate that, uh, so that people knew where they did, if, whether they did or did make it, or you know. I appreciate. Place I could do. I weren't. I weren't too busy. I. It is also officially now posted the top 25 scene in RAWF as well, folks. The graphic is up. So you can take a look at your leisure. But Maeve, number two, uh, second time, second month in a row, you're in a world title contender match. Uh, last month, it was the Teflon Sheik you were facing. We all know what happened there. This month, however, uh, it's the immortal Griffith. Your initial thoughts. Oh, well, I can guarantee you he ain't going to lay down for me near so easy as Sheik did. Well, I mean, that's true. That's very true. Uh, I very seriously doubt the Immortal Griffith will do, especially after what happened to him after his men's title match at Philadelphia Freedom. Getting, I, I think you may have been the only member of Terror Inc. that didn't jump him after the match. I had nothing to do with that lie. Don't you put that evil on me. 
I, and I just said you didn't. I said you weren't there. I just said that. Well, and I know saying, it wasn't. I'm just making sure we reemphasize that because I, I know English is going to be here and he's going to be upset. And I don't need him looking at me and thinking I did something because he was all confused because he got hit in the head or something. I mean, and let's just I, that's reemphasize that Maeve O'Hare had nothing to do with that. That's, that's a good point, Maeve. That's a good point. And yes, the, the, the footage does see you were not at ringside. You did not come down the ring with Restitur Inc. Uh, to attack Griff after the match. So, I mean, the footage is there. I'm sure he's seen it. Uh, he does it. He, and yes, you're right. He's not going to be in a good mood tonight, despite uh, finding out he's number one in the rankings. But at any rate, we all know what happened at Philadelphia Freedom when you faced Mithras. If by some by if if you are to defeat Griffith tomorrow, that will give you the second straight opportunity at Mithras. Do you think it gives you an advantage having to get in to face him I a mean, second time? I mean, as much of an an advantage as you can have facing off against someone like Laddie Book Mithras. Um, I mean, I learned a lot from that match. I said I I learned his hands are real hard. Just only the scar, you know. Uh, but be that as it may, uh, I'm not even thinking about the pay per view right now because I know I've got a hell of a fight in front of me. I faced off against English a lot before, and it's always a hard fight. And it's going to be even harder because this is a match he's going to care about. And like you said, he's he's not too happy right now. Uh, so that's going to end poorly for me. After what, just, despite, considering what happened at Philadelphia Freedom with the rest of Terry Inc., are you going to discourage the rest of the other members of Terry Inc. coming down to that match tomorrow, or are you not going to – do you think it's wise if they come down? I mean, if they come down, then that, that's on them. I, I, I can't protect them from themselves. I'm not going to ask them to come down, but if they show up and get their arses kicked, then that's, that's no skin off Minos. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, good luck. To you. Let's bring him on now, then, since he's – I oh, know he's oh. – What? 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 Fake it. Did you know about this? I mean, that we bring on guests? I mean, see? No, well, I mean – I mean, it's pretty normal for us to bring on one contender and then another contender. Like that, that is pretty common. It's it's, it's pretty it's standard procedures. So really, I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think?
ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can already tell what kind of mood you're in. I know that look in your eye. Despite the happy news, despite news you should be celebrating and preparing for a big match tomorrow, uh, it seems like your focus may be elsewhere. What's on your mind, Griffith? Oh, lots of things are on my mind, as as they always are. I'm a very busy and entrepreneurial man. And I'm thinking about the stock exchange opening Japan in a few hours. I'm thinking about three different deals I have running on. But but those aren't those aren't at the forefront. And I and I'm sure you mean what's the forefront right now? And right now it's kind of a it's kind of a tie between two things. You see on one hand I have Teflon Sheik and his little merry band of party boys. We thought that it was a it was it was a wise decision to jump. Wrap her chair around my head. Knock me unconscious. They they thought that was a that was a good plan, maybe smart. Really I have to say the only the only smart thing that Terror Inc. did in that entire thing, the only smart thing that happened out of coming out of that stable was this one right here being smart enough to stay away. Because it means I'm not going to end her career. I appreciate that. I can't promise the rest for your little bully boys, though. I... You let them know. As I, you let them know. As I said to L.A., I, I can't help that they're all stupid. No, you can't. But you can give them a warning. If they come to ringside tomorrow, I will do my best to break them and make sure that they don't compete for as long as I can manage. Contracts be I'll be sure to pass that along. Hmm. It's, yeah. Griffith, and on the other it. hand, a close tie, we have the match tomorrow. The match that if I win sends me once again into the headlights of Mithras. Once again, letting me try to become a six-time world champion here in RAWF, something no one's ever done. Well, hell, no one's ever done five, but six-time world champion. It, I've had a couple shots for it. You know, let's, let's be honest. The record books are open. Anyone can read them. I, I, this will be my fourth shot at being a six-time world champion. And being my fourth shot means I failed the last three times. So let's see if we can change that, shall we? We shall see, Griff. It should be a, if it is indeed you versus Mithras in the main event of Tropical Aggression, it should be a classic. And this time it will be one on one. This time there will be no Paragon of Greatness. This time it'll just be you and Mithras mano y mano. And it would be a match I'd look forward to. Not that I wouldn't. I'd also look forward to a rematch between Maeve and Mithras. Both matches uh, would be one hell of a main event uh, at Tropical Aggression. So good luck to both of you. 
Uh, Maeve, any last parting thoughts for the immortal Griffith? I'll pass your message along, English. I wish you the best of luck tomorrow. I sure as hell know I'm going to need it. Boss man, you, uh, you want to say that, that uh, English hair is the favorite? Could you do that for me? <laughs> no. Damn you. I tried. <laughs> you, have more, you have more in the last few months proved your mettle. Uh, Maze, that you can beat anybody in this company if you put your mind to it. Uh, even, you know, so we shall we shall see. Uh, have you have you seen how English gets when he's in a mood, though? He has. I have. So, I faced him when he's been in you, a mood. You see why I'm a little apprehensive about tomorrow. I've faced him as an evil demon from the pits of hell when he's been in a mood, and it still didn't help me. So yeah, just, yeah, that makes me saying. feel a lot better about this match tomorrow, lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't feel good about the match. Griff, any 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 final thoughts uh, to with Maeve or any or members of Terror Inc. <laughs> Maeve, I'll do my best not to hold your affiliation against you. But I can only do so much. As for the rest of your little conglomerate, (laughs) oh, boys, you have picked the wrong road to hoe, let me tell you. You have opened a world of hurt on yourselves. A world of hurt. You won't see it coming, but you'll damn know when it's there. All right. Thank you, Griff. Thank you, Maeve. Good luck to both of you tomorrow. Whew. Well, El Vacant, tonight we get to talk to somebody that we have never gotten to talk to before. Uh, we've talked about him many, many times, talk about him every week, just about, to be honest with you. Uh, but we've never had him on air and tonight he is here. Thanks. Thanks mainly in part to blog talk, not letting him be able to hear the show with well to admit, but, uh, we get to talk to some the reigning FUBAR city and one half as a tag team champions. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the one and only. And that's not the song I thought it was. Fuck it. These, Des? <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, first of all, let's get to the burning question, my friend. And I, I, I thought that was something else. First of all, next time, sometime soon, send me, send me the music you want to come on to in case you ever do call in again. I know it's going to be a rarity <laughs> and that tonight was a special occasion due to Blog, Talk's, uh, blog Talk Radio being a, a bitch, but... First of all, the burning question we all want to know, is it fucking D's or is it fucking Dez? Which one is it? It is D's. D's. Okay. Wait, so then is it a D's eraser? Absolutely. I'm so confused, but okay. 
Uh, you can be confused if you want. That's an Italian pronunciation. I, I am often confused. English is very strange language. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We got that out of the way. We now know it is actually these, <laughs> not des. So we will say it, we will all be able to say it correctly from now on without any without any hesitation. Wait, speaking of so, the razor, where's my beer? <laughs> in the fridge. It's in the fridge right next to me, right here. <laughs> uh, so these, my friend, uh, you know, you have accomplished quite a bit in your RAWF career since joining uh, last year. Uh, Fubar City champion, and of course, several other titles. You are tag team champions with the lovely Tigs, Tigress, if you will, as hotness. It has been quite a hell of a run for you. Uh, talk to me about how you've been able to accomplish this in RAWF. Oh, RAWF brings the most out of the best out of most of us. It's a great company to be in. And the competition's incredible. So it makes you try just a little bit harder. I mean, you actually almost you actually almost were World Heavyweight Champion a couple months ago when you faced Mithras at the main event at Radiversary. Tell me about that match uh and how big how huge it was for your career to just be there. Oh, I I can honestly say I wanted that to win that match. As much as I wanted to win any match I've ever been in, it didn't happen. I'll be back soon. I'll be taking that title from whoever has it probably within the next month. So look for me after this pay-per-view to be the challenger for that title at the next pay-per-view. Ooh, wow. All right. And, you know, I mean, uh, you, you've kind of labeled, dubbed yourself Mr. R.A.W.S. Pay-Per-View because at one point in time you were holding five or six titles at once. Uh, and you know you were you were on quite the roll. Yeah, you know, you're down to two now, but you know they're, they're two pretty big ones when you think of Fubar City uh, and the tag team titles. Neither one of them are easy to get, easy to win, especially the tag team titles. Tell me about Tiggs because I don't get to talk to Tiggs. We've never gotten to talk to Tiggs on air. Yes, uh, let's discuss Tiggs. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're not going to discuss her for the reasons our vacant wants to discuss her. Actually, I have uh, a question because you're here. What are you going to? So normally. You name a tag team after, like, both people, but, like, she's clearly the hotness, so, like, how are you represented? I'm just there on the other side of the ropes rooting her on. She carries me. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) But, I mean, it has been a very impressive run for you two as tag team champions since I believe a four or five month run at this point. So uh, not an easy accomplishment uh, when it comes to the tag team division, to say the least. Uh, and so you, you say, you say the, the reason you guys are winning is because of Tiggs, not necessarily because of you. She carries you. Huh? Oh, absolutely. I just, you know, tag her in and I sit there and I drink beer next to the ring and watch her do her magic. Wow. Okay. Cool. I mean, whatever works, right? Whatever works to keep those gold, keep that gold around your waist. Uh, That's but, it. Nobody ever said I was stupid. 
Well, let's talk about your pretty dominant run as Fubar City champion. That you've had that one longer than you've had the tag team titles, and actually have had it on two or three occasions. Where you've defended it on Superstars, lost it, and then gotten it back like a week later on a couple of occasions. On the, at this point, uh, what's it about the Fubar City Championship that you think, uh, uh, you know, is, does you so well? I couldn't honestly tell you. A lot of luck, I would assume, at this point. I mean, it's 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 hardcore. It's not. You don't have to think about it. I just go in there and I fight. And you know, the outcome's been pretty good. I stopped stopped defending it any other times because of pay per views. Just because uh, at this point, to me, I I like having that title, so I'm gonna try to keep it as long as possible. Uh, another title I know you enjoyed having was the Champions Choice Championship. Uh, you, you 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 used that quite well. Take it, you know, to take, you took it out on quite a few people. But uh, did you take it easy on Killer Neptune for a reason? Did you did you did you kind of let that one slide because you didn't hate him as much as you hated the previous opponent? Well, that might the the whole presence around that title to me. I did it the way I did it was was with his idea. He brought it up how he thought it should be defended. I completely agreed. And when it was his time for a shot at that title, I might have been getting ready for a world title match and not worried about multiple of my titles at that time. So I went from five to two titles in a hurry. <laughs> Still, it has been very impressive. And, uh, to see what you've been able to accomplish here in RWF, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see bigger things out of you. Uh, you were this close to being world champion. I'm sure we're going to see more gold around your waist in the very near future. And so, with that being said, tomorrow on Superstars, it, it is, uh, and fellow renegade and Drogdivis. And Iceman King Parsons fighting it out to see who will challenge you for the Fubar City Championship at Tropical Aggression. Now, we both know that the wrestler formerly known as Davila won Tough Cookie. We both know. I've known her a long time. You, you've gotten to know her in the Renegades. Uh, would you? Would this be one time you might root against a renegade just because you know if she wins that match tomorrow, you may you're in for a world of hurt at Tropical Aggression? Absolutely not. I want the best competition possible. It's it's a hardcore match. I don't got to think about defending her. I just got to think about beating the crap out of her. She's family, but fight the fight. Gold is heavier than blood. You can't rule out IKP as well. He has been a tough customer since he joined RAWF a couple months ago. Any thoughts on Iceman? Oh, yeah, absolutely would not shock me at all if he won that match. All right. Well, we will find out tomorrow in Orlando. Uh, By the way, these, let's see here. Tomorrow on the Superstars, you have you drew the mighty Vuvuzela as your rankings match. So good luck to you tomorrow in Orlando. Thank you much, ladies and gentlemen. That was these. We finally got to hear from these L vacant, and uh, you know that was uh, interesting to say the least. 
See, see, I, you know, look, he, I've always said that I'm kind of a fan. I, you know, I like his work. I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy how he carries himself. And, you know, I, I kind of love the, the D's are right there. It's going to take some time getting used to calling him that. But, uh, you know, so I'm really happy he came on. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, maybe he, maybe he makes a habit of it. See? That'd be nice. Wouldn't mind hearing from D's more often. Uh, it was good to hear from him tonight. To, so, all right. We're going to take a quick song break, ladies and gentlemen. We may get to to talk to somebody else who's never called in to after hours tonight maybe i've heard i've heard rumors and uh we'll be talking to vex and paragon and who knows who else uh but actually i'm sorry not a song break because we need to hear from our midnight hobo champion uh luke cage some words he had er recorded for the show let's take a listen The Liberty Bell is still ringing after R.A.W.F. came to town at the Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. But I'm willing to bet that that ain't the only thing still ringing from that night. Because Nightcrawler, that ringing in your ears, that ain't Liberty ringing, brother. That ringing is coming from inside your noggin after the beatdown, the street-style beatdown that Luke and I.K.P. laid on you in that Fubar City street fight. Now, yeah, that was a triple threat match. And that meant that IKP and Luke had to beat the holy hell out of each other. And that's exactly what we did. Because we know that where we come from, that's how affairs get settled. That's how grievances get worked out. And in the middle of that fight, we understood that we had respect for each other. We came to a, a meeting of the minds, if you will. And that's why we decided to join forces and beat the piss out of Nightcrawler on the streets of Philly. And that's exactly what we did. And I don't know what happened to him after that. He must have got shipped off to the trailer park compound for medical attention. I don't know, and I don't give a damn. But after that, IKP and Luke decided to make that alliance official. So now we're in the tag division as the Ebony Experience. And guess what? We are bringing street violence to that division. And one other gentleman who saw our little fight, he took an interest in us and decided he wanted to guide us in the tag division. And that's none other than Terrell The Truth Johnson. So Truth, IKP, and Luke are going to take the tag division by storm. And we are coming for the tag titles. And make no mistake, we're going to get them. You best feel that. But as sweet as this new alliance is for me, there's one thing that happened that night that's even sweeter. Even got me more pumped and amped up. Because now you are speaking to the brand new R.A.W.F. Midnight Hobo Champion. That's right. Luke has just won his first R.A.W.F. singles title. And I worked hard to get it. I've had other opportunities and fell short, but always knew if I kept trying, I would make it happen. And that's exactly what happened. But another reason why it's so sweet is because there was a lot of naysayers out there that didn't think I had what it took. Let me refer 
the last week on After Hours. I'm listening to the show, and the topic of Luke came up as it comes up fairly often on After Hours in some capacity to downplay me as a viable competitor, let's say. It's pretty consistent. I'm used to hearing it. But this particular time, I was really listening close and caught a, a little bit of attention. So let me play a little clip from that. Two big matches for you tonight, Coops, defending two titles, defending, first of all, the Hatfield McCoy Championship against the Immortal Griffith. Your thoughts on facing Griffith for that title? That will probably be the title I focus on the most. Not necessarily because of the title itself, but because it's against Griff. We like make um, it said we've had a few back and forth, but nothing in a major match. No tournaments, I believe. Definitely have not had a title match against each other. So this is a first for us, and I will definitely be concentrating on that one more than I will Luke. And so we're talking about the Midnight Hobo Championship against Luke. Are you saying? You know, you're concentrating more on Griff than Luke, and then that's because of the the quality of competition. Is that what you're saying there? Yeah. That Luke is not in Griff's league? Yes. The quality of competition. She decided she wasn't going to focus on Luke because I wasn't enough competition for the title, in her opinion. Luke wasn't up to snuff. I find that interesting. Because later on in that same interview, Griff came on and Let's face it, there's no love lost between me and Griff or Terror Inc. and Griff. The war with him and the Sheik is well documented. I will say this. When Griff came on, he tried to warn Cougar about making the wrong decision. Here, give a listen. Very true. So, uh, she, like you, has two matches. One she considers, you know, she figures she, she's considering who uh, Cage to be as probably about as much as you considering Teflon Sheik as being a challenger to her title uh, in those other matches and that she's going to be focusing on you. Does that concern you that her focus is going to be clearly on you? Um, only in that I think that overlooking Luke is a mistake. Um, Luke, is, Luke is easily the physically strongest person we have in the company. You can't overlook that. Okay. He gets hands on he can hurt you. So, you know, Coops, I mean, I appreciate the thought. I appreciate what you're saying, but, but take him seriously or, or he's going to hurt you. Take him seriously or he's going to hurt you. Now, that came from Griff. Cougar went on to talk about how, well, she's not really going to focus too much on holding on to the Midnight Hobo title. She said something about how holding that title ties her hand. So it's not that important for her to hold on to it. What she did by saying that was build an escape hatch for her. So when I whooped her ass, she could say, well, I wasn't really trying that hard. Luke wasn't that great competition anyway, but I wasn't giving it my best. I didn't care if I lost that title. I didn't want my hands tied. Well, Cougar, at Philadelphia Freedom, I gave you your freedom. Consider your hands untied. Because that belt is valuable to me. And if it's got to tie my hand, as you put it, to hold it, so be it. I welcome it. I'm going to hold on to that title with a death grip for dear life. And ain't nobody going to take it from me unless they can beat the hell out of me to do it. And I wanted to, to have a special message go out to his lordship, Lord Amadeus, 
and held vacant time and time again, you guys have not considered me to be the odds-on favorite in any title opportunity. Now, I know I've had my shots, and I know I lost all of them. But the fact of the matter is, I'm a viable competitor, win or lose. I don't see the great Red Dragon getting that same kind of treatment on the show. And he's had lots of opportunities, more than me, and still come up short. But I guess that's a different scenario. Luke isn't him. Well, that's fine with me. I'm letting you guys know that what Cougar learned wasn't about how strong I am, how I could hurt her. Yeah, she learned that. Her man, Nightcrawler, learned that too. But what she really learned that night was it was wrong to overlook Luke. She made a critical error. And Griff tried to warn her. She didn't heed the warning. And now she has been relieved of the gold. So I intend to go on and defend this title. It is now my most valuable asset. And for Terror Inc., valuable assets are to be cultivated and invested in. That's what we do. So to sum it up, I don't know who is going to be the next contender coming down the pipe. I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter. Just know that when you step in the ring with me, don't make the same mistake Cougar did and overlook Luke. Because if you do, you might find yourself staring up at them lights and you're going to have to look at me with the Midnight Hobo Championship around my waist and you're going to have to say, Luke, Man, I feel you. Those are the words of the Midnight Hobo Champion, the power player, Luke Cage, L. Vacant. Uh, your thoughts on what we just heard? I mean, I, there's a lot to unpack there, but I'm going to start with the, you know, the thing that was actually directed at me. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't didn't I pick him to win that match? Because I'm pretty sure I, I, I did. <clears throat> you might have. You might have. I, I, so why I, is he mad at me? I mean, I get him being mad at you, but why is he mad at me? I, I'm. I don't know. But then you know, it's Terror Inc. He may just not like you in general. I think it's a thing in Terror Inc. I mean, not like I, I, do, I do. I do speak my mind pretty pretty clearly about his 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 would be. Stable of miscreants. Mm-hmm. This is true. I mean, it's not. Oh. But I'm nice to Dave. Anywho, with that being said, nah, yeah. So, Luke Cage, congratulations! You are the Midnight Hobo Champion. You're right. We've I've I've probably kind of put you down for all the title losses you've had. You've been close on several occasions. I've not been able to get that push. You finally got over the edge, won yourself some gold in RAWF, some singles gold. Uh, so congratulations, Luke, and uh, we'll see where you go with it. If you can hold on to it with the iron grip that you say you can. All right. With that being said, uh, somebody once again. Uh, Conspicuous, cons- he's not here, which is unusual. Conspicuous. conspicuous by his absence, but we know he was kidnapped by Uncle Frank following their House of Horrors match. Uh, that being Judgment, 
and uh, it seems like he turned Uncle Frank turned him into a, a circus clown or something like that effect. Uh, still don't know the whereabouts of Judgment right now, but this was a recorded message I got on my phone, and I'll play it all for you um, right now. Be a clown, be a clown. All the world loves a clown. Well, clowns are happy. Clowns are funny. Clowns bring in a lot of money. So be a clown. Be a clown. Be a clown. Frank, what did you do? See, Frank, I can't be a clown. Because, Frank, I am already the puppet master. And soon, Frank, your little arms and legs will be dangling off of my strings. Because, Frank, you just added to the enormous psychotic convulsion that I go through every day. Oh, Frank, what did you do? What did you do, Frank? Not only did you combine the puppet master with now the evil clown, Frank, I don't think you know what you've done, buddy. But a tropical erection, you're going to find out. You're going to find out just how mischievous I can be. How evil, how cruel, how cynobotic I can be, Frank. You think what your parents did to you back when you was growing up was something? You haven't seen or felt the pain, the hell, the agony that you're going to fix and feel with me, buddy. So get ready. A trouble aggression. Church of Satan match. I will cast out the demon in you. And I will make you my puppet. Get ready. I'm coming. Hello, is this thing on? Tap, tap. Hello, are you okay? Yes, I hit Wait. mute, sorry. I hit my mute button because, you know, I do that kind of thing. Uh, so, we've. this is a darker, definitely a darker judge than what we're used to, as I was trying to say before I unmuted. Uh, your thoughts, L. Vacant, on what you just heard from Judge? I mean, I, I, I kind of, I kind of, kind of, he kind of lost me at I can't be a clown because I kind of always thought of him as sort of a clown. <laughs> like I don't, I, like, I, yeah. I mean, beyond that point, I it kind, he kind of lost me because I, I basically started thinking about full weight. You know, I mean, I mean, he wasn't like shifty where he was an actual clown, but he did clownish things. Like he would come in here. You know, talk about this dead pussy. You know, his vagina. Sorry, got, you know, wouldn't want to say it the wrong way. You know, and and you know, talk about you know people being stale Doritos and things like that. You know, like yeah, I yeah, but at the same time, this is a definitely a different judge than we're used to seeing. And I don't know where this is going, but it looks like they are headed for a rematch at Tropical Aggression, whether it be, and I don't know, there's going to be a House of Horrors match, but there's definitely going to be something going on between those two at Tropical Aggression. Well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep you updated on the situation. 
Oh, goodness. Right. Also, um, did I hear him right? Did, did he call it tropical erections? I didn't hear that. I mean, I've mentioned the bikinis. It might actually be an appropriate name for it being in Cancun. It's tropical aggression, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you August 9th from Cancun, Mexico. Just a couple of weeks away. Looking forward to it. Aggression. Remember that, Olegan. Tropical aggression. Just saying. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be E R E S E I V E. Sorry. Are you done? Are you done now? Okay, good. Let's bring on the the one and only, the lovely and talented. Gentlemen, Lady Vex Diablo now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, first time in a lot since you return uh, from injury that we have not seen you in the top 25. However, uh, just to let you know, in case you were wondering, you weren't that far off despite the record, uh, despite the win loss record. You actually landed in 28th place. That still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't lie. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I just thought... I think my first months in RAWF, I made 17th, and I wasn't even trying, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But now after, now that Philadelphia Freedom's in the, in the rear window, the loss to Brunette Strangler, which was a really good match. It was everything I expected it to be between the two of you. Uh, now time to move forward going uh, to this rankings period and hopefully be competing for gold come Cataclysm in September. I'm assuming that is your goal. It is. It absolutely is. Um, got a couple of wins under my belt already. Getting the momentum moving in the right direction. Um, yeah, hoping hoping to at least make a run at one of those belts that I have not had. Because to go back for world or national at this point, I feel like I was bashing my head against the wall. I mean, and, and you know, we all have those times. I mean, it, it, it's going to happen to the best of them. 
There are many. I mean, everyone occasionally it, it has has a bad ranking period. No doubt about it. So I, you know, I, I if it was me, I wouldn't worry about it too much. But at the same time, I know perfect. You are a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to uh, your matches and whatnot. Um, so, you know. What do, what are you are you trying anything different or are you just staying the course? Mostly staying the course. Um, you know, I've got great friends in RAWF. I've got Cheeky now, and while we're not as focused on tags as we once were, we're definitely having a blast ruffling some feathers. Um. But I, I have decided I am going to actually join in. And I'm going to make my plea here and now. Kill a Neptune. Paragon says you would have lost that match for the superstar for the Saturday night belt. Pardon me. Brain. <laughs> Paragon said that. Are you really going to skip the opportunity to try to prove Paragon wrong? Pick sexy. You know you want to. Let's uh, call it a reminiscent of a young guns match years ago, ages ago, for another radio show. You know the one. Scum Radio. Let's do it. All right, Vex making her plea for a shot at Killer Neptune's Champions Choice Championship. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you, and I'm sorry, just ladies, not gentlemen, ladies, if you, because it is ladies night this month, apparently, in the, the Champions Choice Championship lounge, if you will. Killer Neptune wants to pick a lady as his next opponent at Tropical Aggression for the Champions Choice Championship. So uh, there is a scene in R.A.W.F. If you're in R.A.W.F. I sent in a you're a lady, a female. I sent you a message earlier giving you a link to the scene. Get in there and plead your case. Uh, and Killer Neptune may choose you as his opponent in an impo- almost nearly impossible, if not impossible, uh, chance of winning the Champions Choice Championship. <clears throat> so, <laughs> oh, shoot. At anywho. All right. Well, thank you very much, Vex. Uh, I got. I'm going to ask you a quick question because, <clears throat> you know, we've talked a lot about Maeve as of late, and I know you two are very close, and uh, she's been uh, had quite a bit of success. Uh, she almost. I mean, she was almost world champion. Uh, what What do you think she has to do to get to get that last step? Oh, I, you got to ask me because Razor's not here, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just an inside joke. Mm-hmm. What does she got to do? She's got to keep going. That's all she has to do. I mean, in the time that she's preparing to take on Mithras, she's still going at that top five spot. She just has to keep pushing, keep kicking ass. It would help if she had some better sparring partners and some less troublesome people at her side. But I trust that in time, people will see that not only can she win that contender's match without someone 
having a speech <clears throat> that she absolutely deserves not just the contendership, not just the chance to fight for that title. She deserves that title. This last one wasn't what she wanted it to be, but it did give her a taste of what she's in for when it does come to that top five position. And I am absolutely proud of what she's done without all those extras around her because she did it and she was going to do it, whether she ended up with Tara Inc. or not. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Vex, very much, and I'm sure she appreciates the kind words. Uh, and good luck to you going forward. It sounds sounds like you're off to a great start in this new rankings period. I can't wait to see what happens going forward. Thank you. Lady Vex, ladies and gentlemen, looking to rebound, get back in the top 25, and get more gold around her waist here. Uh, in the very near future. I now turn back to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, sir, are you here? Uh, yes, I am. All right. Well, it was not a great Philadelphia freedom for you for a couple of different reasons. We, you did not win the Platinum Dragon Championship from Mithras, nor the tag team titles from Hotness, uh, but still uh, a chance to possibly redeem yourself if you can defeat Claymore tomorrow you might get a second opportunity at the Platinum Dragon Championship. So tell me uh, how, you know, tell me your thoughts right now as it stands. Well, I tell you, I like Claymore's odds here. And I'm I'm not going to say that by any stretch of the imagination do I have any less confidence in myself or that do I think that I'm, going to walk into a match and think anything less than 100% I'm going to win that match. But Claymore has been, I don't know if you've been paying attention lately, but this guy has been on a different level. His He's been going off on these tangents about how he's trying to rid the RAWF universe of, of their sin and vice. He's gone on this almost elevating himself on some sort of deity-like pulpit try to preach his message to people and he's got supreme levels of confidence meanwhile while i 100 percent believe in myself and you know that from the day that i walked into rawf my credo has ne- been to never give up if i fall down i'm going to get back up that's what i do you can't deny history we look at immortal seven I challenged for the World Heavyweight Championship and the Platinum Dragon Championship. I failed. We go to Rataversary. I fail to earn the qualifying match for a championship shot. We go to Philadelphia Freedom. I lose to Mithras. And now, after uh, I'm going into a fourth straight month, clearly on a downward trajectory. I've got to figure out how to stabilize myself and get my head right in the ring. And Claymore, clearly a man on the way up. I think that this is going to be a very interesting matchup. It's something I'm looking very forward to because of the way that he's been talking, the things that he's been saying, it almost feels personal in a way. This faux holiness that the man has been trying to present to the RAWF universe, this, this fake 
holier-than-thou attitude that almost feels like a direct shot to those who truly represent R.A.W.S. and the people around the world. It's almost like a sarcastic jab at those who consider themselves amongst the good people of the world. And I feel like Claymore needs to have somebody set him right in the ring too. And if I, if that's going to be me and if that day is going to be tomorrow, I'm happy to do it. Well, we will find out whether tomorrow, we find out tomorrow, whether you get a second opportunity at the plat. Platinum Dragon Championship at Tropical Aggression. Talk to me about what happens in the locker room, what the feeling is when two of your brothers, uh, when any two of you of the Opic Brotherhood have to go up against each other in a big match. Now, we've seen it in the main event of Immortal, uh, and we've seen it with you and Frank, you and Knox, you and Killa. Uh, Not often do we see two other members not involving you, uh, this being Knox and Uncle Frank. Tell me about this Triple Crown contender match and what we can expect from these two. So, yeah, you're not kidding. It does usually involve me. Uh, before you had qualified that it didn't involve me, I was going to say, what usually happens when two members of the Opaque Brotherhood face off in the ring, somebody takes a world title off of me. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. But, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I love to have fun with that. I, You know, it's a, it's a good joke, but if I'm being serious right now, uh, the Opaque Brotherhood always built ourselves around respect, uh, around putting forth the best competition we could possibly do, you know, having the best matches for the fans around the world, but there is something different right now. And I mean, you all heard it earlier. You've seen it over the last month or so. Something is off about uncle Frank. Something is unhinged with the horror of the Hills and, Frankly, and pardon the pardon the phrasing, frankly, we don't even know where he's at right now. Uh, whatever judgment has done, coming out of the blue, taking these incredibly personal attacks at Uncle Frank, burning down his childhood home, has set Uncle Frank widely off of the path that we had finally gotten this monster on. We were finally getting him acclimated into the world, having him be an accepted part of this world without having to result to extreme violence and dangerous behavior and and then judgment goes and messes with his head in a massive way and honestly I'm a little bit worried for Knox Boogie because Uncle Frank is not the same Uncle Frank that we've been seeing for the last couple of months. In fact, there's only one other time I've seen this kind of determination and anger in Uncle Frank's eyes, and that was when I looked across the ring from him at Immortal Six in the main event when he cut me in half with the disemboweler spear and took the World Heavyweight Championship off of me. This guy is angry and unpredictable. Should be very interesting tomorrow. Yeah, Frank. Uh, ever since that, ever since Judge did that, has, has, he's definitely gone a bit back to the wild side. But uh, you heard the words of judgment earlier tonight. What were your thoughts when you heard what Judge had to say? 
you know, I, I said it last week, and I stand by those words, if you mess with the gravedigger, you're going to get buried. Judgment has been playing with fire literally and figuratively from the moment he's been messing with Uncle Frank, and it's got him nowhere but beaten, bloodied, and apparently indebted to some sort of dark circus of some sort. I have no idea what's even going on with that. I've never seen this. I've never heard this from Frank. I don't know what is going on with it. But when I look at the things that have happened and the dominoes that have fallen into place, I have to say, as much as I have grown to become friends with Judgment and respected him over time through all of our various misadventures and battles, uh, you know, it was an ill-advised situation, and you reap what you sow. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen to Judgment, and I hope that he can dig himself out of this situation, but it's going to be an uphill climb. All right. Well, thank you, Paragon. Good luck tomorrow against Claymore. Winner fate goes on to face Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship. All right. Oh. So, with that being said, El Vagant. Sorry, I just I wanted to hear you say that. That's really. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I am very much, again, I say it again because I am very much looking forward to Cancun in a couple of weeks, just relaxing in the sun on the beach, uh, the bikini girls, the mech, the food. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, and to help celebrate, I, I, I believe we've got somebody we haven't talked to in a long, long time. Do you remember the, 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 the Spanish announced team, El Vacant? Oh, so Juan and Pablo? See, see, they're really famous. Yeah, you remember them? I, I, it's been so long since we've got them. We, well, we have them back tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Juan and Pablo are here. Please give them a warm welcome. Lucha! 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 Pablo joining us. Juan and Pablo, how the hell boy are you guys? Lord Amadeus, this is Juan, but there no Pablo. He no here. I got rid of him. He too fat and stupid. I've been training for wrestling, but more for lucha. And now I'm back to make your wrestlers look stupid. Wait, wait. What do you mean there's no Pablo? Pablo's gone. He gone. He 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 working in in uh, a restaurant somewhere. I I don't know. I don't care. And who are you, El Vagon? You're not a Lucha. You, you, you just You're said who? that. El Vacant. 
most decorated champion in all of world Mexican legend. Biggest pectoral no, 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 senor. You're a little, uh, a little senorito is what you are, senorito. And Lord Amadeus, I have come back. Do you know why I have come back? Have you, do you want to ask me the question? I, yeah, why are, why, why, why are you back? You, you, sure. Because I have a message, because I have a message for R.A.W.F. For many years, I have watched the company grow and expand and do lots of fun things. But one thing is obvious. You don't have any real wrestlers in R.A.W.F. Why is that? You don't even have any lucha division. There's no lucha championship. You don't have any lucha doors. They're all doing their arm bar, side headlock, and, you know, bear hug, and well, stop stuff. <laughs> yes. You... You you know what R.A.W.F. stands for, right? You you, you know you, you, the in, Radical yeah. American American Wrestling Federation America emphasis on the American. So you know we wouldn't but that have could be North American, South American, Central American, nowhere American. He has a point. Thank you, gracias, señor. So I have come back to. Pretty much ridicule your company and your wrestlers for not having any skills at Luchador. And I am also talking to you, Elvito. You talking? No, to wait, me. hold on. I come from a very yes. proud line of Luchadors. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am Luchador. No, I just no, had no. Match, I like think you Luchador. Right? No, that's that's not that's not appropriate. I mean. <clears throat> I think he, I I think I think he just he did he just smirt besmirched you, uh, El Vacan. He, he did. He, he he's most certainly did. Look, what I am I, I am I, don't I am the most macho luchador, famous no, no, no. worldwide. Like no, this, no, this, no. this is ridiculous. What you like, you little man? You a little man? You not macho? You not macho? I can no, you you wish you could, but you would try, and I would just fly off the top turnbuckle and and put you in a flying head scissors, and then that that tall gangly non Mexicano physique would just crumple to the ground. I like it. It's been a long time since I've heard anyone talk to you like this. I'm kind of in, kind of well, intrigued here. It's been he a long time since I've heard that anyone talk to me like this. Well, you should get used to it, is what I've said three times now. Have you heard me, or were you still talking over me? Oh, I don't listen to you. You're not important. Well, but no. it, sounds, it sounds to me, Alvacus, like he's calling you out for a match. Lord Amadeus, may I interrupt for a moment? I think we know now why you run the company, because you are very smart. Nothing gets by you. Just say it. I mean, I mean, I just beat the owner of the company. I guess I could beat the beat, go beat the washed up color commentator. Well, that may be a former. I may be a former color commentator, but you have not seen me in the ring. You you see me now before you. I'm I'm almost as wide as you are tall. Lots of weight lifting down in Tijuana. So. 
So I don't know so, where I'm going with that. Juan, Juan, I I like the idea, LV, you know, you and LV in, in a match down in Mexico at Tropical Aggression. I just I can't see the marquee the marquee saying El Vacant versus Juan. I think you need a a a, a name, a luchador name of some sort. Just saying, a luchador name. I, I mean, that would be like an American wrestler walking around saying, "I am Mike." It doesn't work. You say that as though it's a bad thing. I'm not sure it's a bad thing, and I'm not sure you understand what you're saying. <clears throat> But I will change my name because I have been wrestling in Mexico, in the luchador world, as El Macho Guerrero Barbero. Now, I need to change that name. It's too long. It's too many letters. People like El Vicon, he won't know who it is because he can't pronounce that many words in a sentence. <coughs> so we'll get shorter words for him. Shorter uh, words, fewer letters, and it'll be easier for, for a, a, a guy like him, a, a little wimp, to understand my name. And have a dance. We didn't go into this either. Why is there no lucha division in RAWF? I, you know, I've asked him that before too. I, because we don't get because El Vacant's like the only luchador in, in RAWF. Rest of them are in Mexico. Well, that's got to change. I mean, if we had, if we, if Lucha Division, El Vacant, well, El Vacant already held all the titles, so, I mean, it's, it's kind, it would be kind of a double negative, I think. I probably used that inappropriately, but I'm blonde. So. I'm, we got used to you speaking inappropriately. Um, I think we should have a, I think you should have a Lucha Division. Let's see if anybody's interested in it. I think they won't be. I think they're too wimpy. Nobody wants to climb up real high on the top turnbuckle. Ooh, oh, it's priceless in the hair. Yeah, no. We fly uh, around. We fly <clears> from the top turnbuckle onto the, the, the floor around the ring. I mean, that's more than five feet. That's like 20 I mean, feet I'm not, or 15 feet. Don't get me wrong. I'm Actually, not against I'm not against the Lucha division in RAWF. I'm, I'm certainly not. I just, you know, uh, it, I don't know. The, I'll have to see what the interest is. We'll just have to see what the interest is. We'll we'll put out some feelers. How's that sound? But that sounds good. But don't feel me. And by the way, I do want to confirm. I would not like to not have a match with this Vicon, uh, whatever he is, a local uh, Carol. Uh, I, I would love to beat him up in the ring and show him what real luchador does in the ring. But he too is scared. El Vacant. You're, he's ch- he's uh, the chap. Okay. Listen here, little man. Let me explain. Uh, no, explaining take too long. You're not too smart. So I sum up. Uh, I am afraid of you like, uh, I don't know, like L.A. is afraid of hairspray. And by that, I mean I am not. It's true. It's kind of... Senor. 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 Senor El Vacant. Is that all you had? I mean, no, but you're not really worth talking over the net. I mean, I can keep going if you'd like. I can, you, I can talk you, about how, you know, all right, fine. I, I, I will put you out of business like Pedro, the washed up sex donkey. Uh, I, you know, should I continue? No. I think, well, I Pedro, think it's a fish. 
I mean, he's male and he's my friend. Pedro, he's my donkey. I haven't seen him in a while. I think he's still over at Delphi's. He's not the only but, donkey in this conversation. Oh, you say. All right. Senor Amadeus, are you. Go ahead. I was just going to officially announce that the match is on for Tropical Aggression. L Vacant versus. What did you say your name was? Nacho Chalupa. What? Senor Amadeus. You know. Senor Amadeus. That's, that sounds like a no, word. No, 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 no. I am addressing you with the long, girly blonde hair. Senor Amadeus. You know my name. But I am going to change my name, and it will be a surprise. But you know how to book me. You call me, you call me up. You say, I am booking you. And I, t- I signed the contract, and there we go. My name doesn't matter. For now. What? Well, at least he knows that he doesn't matter. All right. I guess we will call you TBD for the for the time being. Then. Uh, Elvacan versus no, no, no. TBD. No, no, no. This Elvacan guy, he, he talk a good game. He nothing. He, he, he nothing. He holds all the titles. Yeah, right. He holds nothing. He doesn't even hold a, a, his own, you know, who's he? No, I have people. Maybe that's all he holds. No, maybe that is all he holds. (sighs) Well, this was certainly an interesting conversation. Thank you for calling in there, uh, uh, Juan, whatever your name is now. Uh, And uh, Al Vacant, you got an opponent for your tropical aggression. Good luck with that. Oh, I, I don't need luck. I have these pectorals. Mine are better. Oh, and I got better arms, too. Them's fighting words right there. He just said you. All right. At anywho. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen. So, El Vacant, I mean... Were you expect? I wasn't expecting this. What do you know about Juan? What, what do you? What I, do mean, you besides- I, I mean, I know he was, you know, the lesser half of a very famous uh, announcing duo in, in Mexico for for many years, the Spanish announce team. Uh, you know, but uh, Pablo was really the the the, the true. The, how do I say the the true pillar of that that duo? So I mean, kicking him to the curb was probably not the smartest thing he could have done. But you know, hey. He wanted to, you know, he apparently wanted to, you know, make a name for himself on his own. Uh, although he hasn't decided what that name is, apparently, um, you know. And then, you know, he so he goes and he works out. And I admit, you know, he looked pretty buff, you know. But uh, you know, we, we, these Rudo boys—they they, sometimes you need to, to smack them around a little, put them in place. See. Indeed. So, with that being said, oh, vacant should be a fun match between you and. Uh... What's his but, but I will say this. I, you know, look, he, he does have point that we don't have Lucha Division. So I, I, I wouldn't be interested. You know, look, if, if any of you listening to this, anyone out there, you know, you think you might be interested in actually wrestling in, in, in the grand Luchador style, you, 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 let, you, let, you let me know. Because uh, I, I think it would be an interesting thing if, if we could actually get a, an actual true proper Luchador division going. All right, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, I, you know what? We 
if you if anyone thinks that REWF should have a lucha division, message Ella Vacant, uh, and he will, you know, we'll have conver- we'll have more conversations about this. Ella Vacant, no problem. All right. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to talk to our world heavyweight and platinum dragon champion. He was victorious once again at Philadelphia Freedom, still holds both titles. What's next for the title machine? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Gentlemen, he is the world heavyweight champion. He is Mithras' title machine. Good evening, Mithras. Hey there. That one guy, wow, he's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's he's got like, he's got all these like girls in bikinis and sparkly things that I guess they use when they uh, introduce the wrestlers at uh, CMLL or uh, any of the other uh, big uh, Mexican wrestling federations. But in any event, I just thought I'd call in and say hi. And um, actually, I wanted to pay props to a couple of people um, who are in the audience. And actually, one may be here somewhere in the studio. But um, I wanted to say that, that both matches at the pay-per-view were much tougher quite frankly, than I expected. And um, I think that anyone who's in this business has to recognize that, you know, May didn't just roll over. And, you know, she she definitely put up a fight. I mean, yeah, she she copied one of my sets. I mean, really? Um, And I say that, but it's cool. Good for her. Um, And then what can I say about Paragon? He, quite frankly... If anybody should be the heart and soul of REWF, it should be him. And I honestly think his head was not in our match. I don't know what, maybe something was going on, but it started, and and I don't know what happened. It, it just one thing after another, and he regrouped towards the end, and he showed who he really is. Um, and that match got very close at the end, whereas it was not close at the beginning. So I, I think if he's the next challenger, I, I don't know. I, I think that's going to be another tough. In fact, it'll probably be tough um, match than this past one. Um, yeah. And then I guess go ahead. Well, I was just going to say there is there is definitely a chance that you will be facing the same two opponents you faced at Philadelphia Freedom right. for the, for those two titles. It could very well be Maeve O'Hare challenging once again for the world title. It could very well be Paragon challenging again for the Platinum Dragon. Uh, so if that is the case, uh, 
uh, you know, and you 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 say that Paragon may not have been on his game, which could possibly be he true. He was. He was. You saying you saying he'd be more dangerous in the second match? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Does the same go for Maeve? In the sentence, uh, Maeve. I think Maeve was at a hundred percent or more, but if she can boost the hundred percent of whatever it is, um, then she could be a even tougher opponent. I, I think people are going to get better over time. Paragon is a vet, so he's not. He doesn't need to to learn a new move. He doesn't need to learn how to, you know, kick someone's. Maeve doesn't really either, but she's technically a rookie and a really, really, really good one. So she still has room for growth. I think you saw um, or heard uh, Vex, somebody saying, maybe in a scene or in this show, I don't know, um, that that they were going to help train her or they that she needed some training, whatever. Um, but she doesn't need the training. She just needs that next level from going from a, you know, an A, a grade A to a grade A plus, plus, plus. Um, and, you know, some of us old vets, you know, we got to, got to be wary of that. On the flip side of flip side of both coins, uh, you have the immortal Griffith who could be your next challenger yeah. for the world Heavyweight championship. Someone, you know, very, very yeah. well had many battles yeah. with, uh, and then, of course, on the other side of the Paragon coin is Claymore, who could be your next challenger for Platinum Dragon Championship. Um, man, you know, so former World Heavyweight Champion, he knows how to win gold in RAWF. Who? Which? First of all, let's start with Claymore. How do you how do you see a match against Claymore playing out at Tropical Aggression? It'll be much different than any of the other ones. Um, it might be close. Well, it'll probably be like my, my challenge against him originally uh, for the world title. Um, it, it's going to be back and forth. It certainly won't be a, a squash. And um, he's tough. He runs his mouth. Yes, he does. And he, you're right. He is. He does have a major victory over you on pay-per-view last year when he was world heavyweight champion. So it's not unfeasible to say he, he knows how to beat you. Uh, yeah. Then we well, have, you know what? It, it, hey, Amadeus, let's, let's stop for a second. Let's get that clear. He had a major win, but so did big Greg. And where's big Greg now? In fact, <laughs> I was actually accused of bumping him off. Did you know that? I was, someone said to me, and I can't remember what nitwit it was said, yeah, look where Big Greg is now after he lost to Mithras, or one beat Mithras. Now, I, I didn't bump the guy off. I may have Italians with certain heritage, but we're not killing people. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> and that's a very good point, Mithras. Uh, Big Greg was one of the biggest upsets in RAWF history late last year and then disappeared off the face of the earth. But, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Let's talk about the immortal Griffith and his potential yeah. to challenge you for the world heavyweight championship. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the history between you two. Uh, we've seen it many times, only a couple times on pay-per-view, however, but you heard and, and you know, the kind of mood he's in uh, right now. Where kind of challenge do you expect from the immortal Griffith? If he beats me uh, tomorrow. 
Actually, I got to the show late, so I didn't hear the mood. One or two words. What's his mood? Angry. Pissed. Fired up. He got attacked by Terry after his after the match at Philadelphia. Oh, well, that would that would piss anybody off. Um, you know, I, I think that the the thing in the past is that there's this joke about the Mithras chill. And even though I do lose my temper, uh, occasionally, you know, it takes an awful lot. And if he's in a bad mood, um, and he's thinking about terror Inc and I'm maintaining my cool and staying focused, I think that's going to be a tough match for him. A very tough match. Well, you could very well be right. It should be very interesting to see what those two contender matches play out tomorrow. Do you have a preference to who you face on either match? Honestly, only one I, I would like to see Paragon win. And it's not because – absolutely not because, oh, I think I can beat him. That's bullshit. It's because he is the one true – you know, heart and soul of R.A.W.F. Whether or not he's got the belt doesn't matter. He, he is that man. And I don't, I don't think anybody would really, well, maybe some people would argue, but they're assholes. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I would like to see him in the, in the title match only because I think he deserves another shot. Um, as far as will, uh, as far as what I'm willing to say about, um, Immortal Griffith versus May. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You've got complete opposites. You've got 140 pounds and whatever Griffith weighs, <clears throat> and one's a vet, highly seasoned vet. One's not. Um, you know, she's an up and comer, that's for sure. But Griffith's already up and come. I guess is that the right word? Anyway, so. Either way, it's going to be a different match. Uh, I just have to, to wait and see. All right. Well, Mithras, we will all wait and see uh, who will challenge you for both titles at Tropical Aggression, whether it be Claymore or Paragon for Platinum Dragon or Mithras or Maeve for the world. <clears throat> uh, you mean Griffith? Who did I say? Oh, yes. I said, well... <laughs> That's right. You know, I'm not the other one to have 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 the the Freudian slip just a few minutes ago. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anywho, uh, folks, tomorrow's superstars comes to you once again from the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. Mithras, you'll be in non-title rankings action against a man who's in the finals of the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament in Dawn Shadow. So have a good match with him. Yeah, he's a tough um, one. Vex, you drew BD2. Uh, and let's see, who else up there? And, you know, you'll see, I'll see the list tomorrow at Anywho. Good luck to all of our contenders tomorrow in, in Orlando. So, time now for our promotion segment uh, where we promote anything we want, whoever, whatever they want. Paragon, what would you like to promote tonight? Uh, go out and donate to the Hispanic Heritage Foundation. I'm sure after that promo earlier tonight, RAWF is going to have to make a sizable donation. Also, 
uh, go check it out. Thank you, Paragon. Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Um, yeah, Killa versus Vex, Champion's Choice, Tropical Aggression, Bikini Match? Ooh. I, wait. <clears throat> that, <clears throat> that, that, okay, that would work. I could, I suppose. That, I don't know. Does Paragon, does Killa own a bikini? I think Killer is a bikini. I, w- I wish I could tell you no, but he probably does. All right. I mean, well, he, you have seen all of these costumes he's been wearing in these posters. This is true. This is true. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, I'd like to promote uh, Irish versus English tomorrow. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> all right. El Vacant, what would you like to promote? Me? Oh, <laughs> you want to promote? Uh, I guess I'll, we will promote the, uh, if you have any interest in, uh, you know, doing a real, truly manly style of wrestling, you know, like the Luchador, uh, please contact me uh, in my inbox and let me know that you would be interested in such a division taking place here in RAWS. All right. Thank you, El Vacant. Mithras, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yeah, I just want. I like the idea of the Lucha division. You know, see, you know, guys, six three, two hundred ninety pounds, flying off the top ropes. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but I don't. You know, the one thing I would like to promote is thank you, Lord Amadeus, for running as you know, as usual, running a, a you know a rock star company. And I think everybody here, uh, I hope, appreciates all the hard work you and your very small team. Um, do to keep things going and exciting and thank you all right you're welcome Mithras, and thank you uh and last but not least the immortal griffith <sighs> you know normally this is where be where i do my little fake psa and i mock someone for some other stupid thing they've done or I'd make some idle threads or, or, you know, or, or make light of something silly that happened in the middle of the night. But, but no, I, I don't, I don't think we're going to do that tonight. We're just going to make it real clear. Luke, I see you're out there. Maybe I've already spoken to you. Luke, make sure the rest of your little boyos know. You all messed up. You, you thought that little, little stomp party was going to keep me down. I'm immortal. Nothing you did to me even matters anymore. But I will guarantee you what I do to you. Oh, you'll feel that for ages to come. (laughs) Make sure that uh, corporate insurance policy is paid off, boys. The immortal's coming. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, and next this, week... Can, can I interrupt for a sec? Griff, sure. this is Mithras. I'd like to talk to you uh, in the back about Terror Inc. for a moment. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. All right. 
Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. Next, we will be back next week right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network with updates on these contender matches. Who will be facing who at Tropical Aggression for what? Uh, we will find out starting next week. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Oh, <laughs> yeah.